Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Hi, Hello. Kevin. Yes, this is Kevin Davis from Release Today. How are you today? Good. How are you doing? This is Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Okay, I have Cassidy on the line, and I've got JT um, here with me. So let me just merge the calls and make sure we can all hear each other. All right. Sounds great. Okay, Cassidy, do we have you? Yes. Okay, and Kevin, I still got you? Yep, I'm here. Perfect, and JT's here too. Awesome. Hi, guys. Good hey. Good. Well, good morning, uh, JT and Cassie. Thanks for rescheduling, by the way. I was trying to do this a week ago, and I had something come up. But uh, just to briefly introduce myself in my ministry for NewReleaseToday.com, I've been their lead writer and also devotional uh, song writer for the last 11 years. Uh, and I write a weekly series called Behind the Song with Kevin Davis, where I get the story and scripture connected to songs in Christian music and then write up uh, and I think a, devotion, a devotional Bible study um, about the song. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this, um, this being my 11th year, and I'm coming up on my 1,000th song in the series. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. do it because it's my personal testimony that I actually was led to a saving faith in Christ from hearing the biblical messages uh, in Christian music when I was in my 20s. And um, it's kind of been my way to try to pay it forward and we you know help you people understand yeah yeah you gotta tell us the song what song was it <laughs> so for me it actually started with um the song worlds apart by uh, jars of clay uh in the mid 90s oh, wow. yeah and wow. and cool. so it was specifically that record um that first jars of clay record i was a secular dj um uh, but i liked kind of alt rock and their song flood had kind of hit the Hit the um, MTV airwaves, and then, um, but I got to that song, and I'm, you know, basically Jesus did what that song says. He took my world apart and uh, made me realize I was kind of living a Jesus plus something life, and I needed to have a Jesus alone life, and uh, that's what I've been, I've been uh, passionate about ever since. So, so naturally, your song Symphony, um, as a good maybe segue to talking about it. Um, strikes me in that same way. It strikes me in a, you know, rewinding myself back to 20 years ago. If I were somebody who came across mm-hmm. that song in any capacity, right, YouTube or, you know, just on the Internet or on the radio and, and heard what you guys are singing in that song, 
you know, ideally it would draw them to the biblical oh. promise made in the song, the Romans 828 promise specifically made in the song. And then ideally me writing up a Bible study uh, around what the song's about, you know, ideally could partner with you guys to help, you know, uh, bring out that gospel message. So that's the context for our, our call this morning. And I'd love to kind of hear from maybe each of you a little bit uh, first, maybe a little bit of the songwriting story and then also kind of what the song means to you guys personally. So just let me know yeah. who wants to say what. And uh, yeah. later I, I will write this up as a written <laughs> devotional uh, next week. Actually, I will, I will post this. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. This is, this is super cool. I, I love that you do a devotional. I'm excited to read that. Um, so I'll go first if that's cool with you, JT. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. So just for some context, Switch, we're a group, we're a collective of worship pastors from Life Church. So we're a group that just comes together and writes music for our church. Um, so that's just some context. So we're in it with people. We're, we're walking with our attenders through through difficult circumstances. We're hearing people's stories week in and week out. And so when we came together to write the symphony project, um, we were just kind of sharing some different stories that some of our attenders, some of our volunteers are facing, and even some things that we're facing. And um, certain themes arose, and one of those themes, um, which we landed on with symphony, was was the fact that everyone is going through some kind of chaos in their life, Um, whether it's unemployment, whether it's... um, you know, family issues with, with like marriage distress, um, maybe difficulties with raising kids, just whatever that looks like, everybody's got some kind of chaos in their life. And so we wanted to write a song that could be even a prayer for people to sing in the middle of their circumstance that says, even in the madness, there's peace. There's peace because God is writing something beautiful. He's doing something. He's always at work in the middle of our difficulty. Um, and so just something that people could sing over their situation as a reminder. That's really where it started. And so we were in the studio just kind of um, just kind of working with some tracks and, and, and throwing out some lyrics. And um, eventually we arrived at the song that is now Symphony. And that's really where it began. I love it. And actually, uh, by the way, I love the, I love the imagery of Symphony. I just wanted to kind of say that uh, really quick because I feel like as believers um, – a phrase from the Bible that we can maybe talk about is um, this idea of the uh, a sweet aroma uh, of sacrifice that, you know, you read about in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, yeah. a modern version of that kind of sweet aroma we can offer to the Lord uh, is kind of coming together as a symphony in lifting up our, our voices in worship. And there's, I think, nine different yeah. references to singing a new song unto the Lord throughout the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like this, that is kind of that psalmist sweet aroma of praise that, that we're getting to offer up. And so, yeah, I just wanted to kind of say that, but yeah, go ahead, JT, if you wanted to add a little to the, the songwriting story and message of the song. Yeah. You know, we, we had set on the, the song, I think that, um, I think Cassidy and her husband Rob um, and Damien were in L.A. last summer and came back with the song. And I think we sat on it for about three or four months trying to uh, get our – and by the way, the demo of the song sounds very – I mean, it's it's essentially what – you know, a mixed version of what's out. So it came together really fast. The only thing that was missing was um, a bridge 
or um, some other point in the song that we were going to call something out of people that listen, out of the listener. And so as I sat down with Dylan Chase, who we, he's, a, he's a part of our community here in, in Oklahoma City, and as we sat down with him to, um, to figure out what that might be, um, man, he, uh, he talks about in the bridge, in the rap section of the song, he talks about we all got to get pressed and we all get tuned up like instruments so I know that if we'll remember that, um, that there's peace in the chaos. And, he, and the thing that he's talking about, if you imagine like a guitar string or a violin string as it gets tuned up, as it gets tuned down, is just this unbelievable picture of us as believers walking through these seasons where we're getting like tuned and pulled and stretched, but we don't know why, but that it's in that that we finally arrive at the note that helps yeah. us play our part in a symphony. Yeah. I think about, um, if I could just add to that, I think about when, when I go to an orchestra or when I, when I watch a symphony perform, sometimes the individual melodies played on their own, like if you just took a, a violin line, for instance, it might not make sense without the context of the rest of the orchestra, but the violinist has to trust that the rest of the orchestra is going to come in in the right time, and then it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a beautiful masterpiece in the end. When, when I, I grew up playing classical piano, and um, there, there were times when, you know, I'd be practicing something, and on its own, it didn't make a whole lot of sense, like it wasn't super pretty or anything like that. But then in the context of an orchestra, when everything is weaving together and you can zoom out and see the masterpiece, um, that's when it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think just being reminded that even, even though we're only seeing a small part right now, um, God is doing something bigger and, and, and he's, he's crafting something beautiful um, that we're only going to see when we're able to zoom out, maybe when the season's over. Um, just being reminded that he's working through everything is so important. Okay, awesome. But I got to let you know, too, that Cassidy does this crazy version of Brahms and Abetso and A on piano. <laughs> Killer. I'm just telling you, man, we got to get together and let you hear this. Awesome. I, I totally want to hear it. <laughs> so do you, do you have a YouTube video of it somewhere? Oh, he's kidding. That's totally a joke. That's cool. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about that um, uh, God working all things for good. So one of the things I do love about mm-hmm. that promise from Scripture is, is the word all. You know, I think what you can get mm-hmm. caught up in sometimes is, as um, even people who know the word and, and know the Lord, you know, that you can get excited about the good things. Um, but what's cool about that verse is it's kind of a reminder that even the things that are trials and the things that are challenges and the things that are refining us, you know, God's working those things for good too. And, and I, I feel like that's something we can all rally behind and lift each other up. Um, it kind of brings me to the scriptural verse about, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep as well. Um, because that's also part of the all things working together for the good of those who love whom who are the called according to, you know, his promise. And so kind of stepping off of that uh, as a thought, um, what would you like people to take away um, from hearing, you know, that promise kind of being sung in a definitely creative, unique way. I mean, I've written about that verse probably 50 times in the last 11 years, but I feel like I can write about it in a new, fresh way relative to this song. And what would you guys like people to take away from the song? 
Yeah, um, so I will go ahead. No, it's, a great, it's a great question. Okay, um, so I think, yeah, I love Romans 8.28, and I love that promise. I think it's so interesting that it says, we know all things work together for the good of those who love him. It doesn't say the comfort. It doesn't say the happiness. It says the good. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think this song, it, it, it helps remind people that um, even when we don't see the good, even when we're maybe not in a happy place, like we, we know, we can just know and stand in faith that God is doing something. He's working for our good. And we will see that plan come to pass because all of his promises are yes and amen. Like, um, I, I just think it's such a beautiful, beautiful promise. So I think the takeaway message is just to know that no matter what we're facing, God sees you. He knows you, and, and he has a beautiful plan for you. And he, that plan is, is coming to pass even through your difficulty. Um, even when you can't see what he's doing, he's always working. He never wastes a hurt. He never wastes a season. Um, and he never leaves us on our own. We can trust that we're not abandoned by God. Um, we can trust that he is is crafting something through everything. Yeah, we, awesome. we, um, we're absolutely, um, I love what you said where um, you, you feel like you have a, a fresh perspective with which to kind of um, look and write of that, uh, from that scripture. The thing is this, that we, we do um, grow weary in these trials that, that Cassidy uh, writes about. We grow weary, we get tired um, in our flesh, in the world. And um, I, I just think Scripture is really clear. The way in which that we um, come to terms with that is really time spent in God's Word. And um, so for me, I think the takeaway message would be, man, hey, we are, we are designed to do life with other people. It wouldn't be a symphony um, if it were a concerto. And so I know that I am designed to do life with those in my community around me, but also just but rooted um, – in, rooted in the Word, rooted in Scripture, those are the those are the only ways that we can truly um, understand uh, the symphony as it plays out. No, that's great. Um, yeah, I, I I love that as a as a message. Like I I heard your song. Uh, I, I will say this: the power of Christian radio. I guess I'll give it. I'll give Christian radio its due here. I actually first heard your song on K Love. Um, I was in my my wife's van. Um, I have three teenage daughters, by the way, um, who are 19, 15, and 12. I, I really feel like your your song and your vibe really speaks to them as well. Um, so I wanted to kind of, you know, say that. Like, I felt like it grabbed our attention. You know, I, I, I dug in and I was like, you know, and I'm a reviewer, right? So I hear everything. <laughs> so, but it was good because it grabbed my daughter's attention. And, and so for me, as their dad, that was a blessing because I love wow. hearing God's promises go forth to them in a new and fresh way. And I know from Isaiah that um, God's word doesn't return void, right? So when we, when yeah. we sing God's word, you know, it comes back and it does, you know, to quote Ephesians, um, exceedingly abundantly uh, above all we can think or imagine. And um, yeah. You know, and then once you once you realize that, you just realize you're a vessel, and I think that that connects mm-hmm. um, what, to what I think you both have been saying, which is this idea of symphony is is us kind of banding together uh, and and being Holy Spirit led worshipers um, in spirit and truth, pro- proclaiming 
his goodness, uh, which, which the song really does. So yeah, guys, this is great. I, I have what I need for today, um, but I don't want to be strangers. This is our first conversation. Uh, look forward to us continuing this conversation about more of your, your tracks down the line. I know there's an EP that the song is on and maybe we can talk about another track uh, at some point. And um, I will definitely be paying very close attention to what you guys are doing and uh, do what I can to get the word out about what you're doing uh, as well. Awesome. Hey, Kevin, just one last thing. Thank you so much, Kevin. I I was going to add one last thing really quick, too, just so you know. Obviously, we're, like Cassidy said, we're collective worship pastors here at Life Church. Um, uh, I'm not sure if the press has gone out on this or not, but Life Church worship, um, the the expression of our weekend worship here at Life Church, um, Life Church worship, a brand new album comes out in, on September the 20th, and it's a it's a live record that's going to be recorded in June the 6th, and oh, cool. um, and then and then also next week, uh, actually this week you can get the the pre-order and the instant gratification track Death of Death. But next week, Life Church Worship, we have a an EP that comes out, and these are songs that you that you'd hear on the on the weekend at Life Church, and it, one of the tracks uh, actually features Switch. So awesome. Well, that that looks great. That sounds great. I look forward to hearing that. And um, I actually have some family uh, who live in Tulsa, so I nice. uh, I'll have to make it a point next time I'm in your state <laughs> to to come meet you guys in person. And then I'm calling you from outside of Philadelphia. Yeah. So if you guys ever come up my way, uh, let me know. Uh, we'd love to meet you guys. Oh in yeah, person. absolutely. Well, uh, I, I I've been blessed in my 11 years of doing this. To, each of my daughters have gotten to kind of meet the different people they've been inspired by and uh and yeah like i said this song especially because i feel like uh being a dad of daughters um i love hearing a a strong female vocalist so cassie just to pass that on uh it always inspires my my girls um and my oldest daughter has uh started leading worship at my church as well so that's a real blessing for me that's awesome I love that. Hey, hey Kevin, if you'll if you'll if you will email Rachel your uh, mailing address, we'll send your daughters the vinyl. Oh, well, that'd be awesome. Sure. Um, Rachel, are you who was on the email and sending this up? Because I think my mailing address is on that. Yes. Okay. okay perfect. Perfect. And I have it. Yeah, we'll have Wendy send yep. you the vinyl. Oh, that's really sweet of you guys. Thank you so much. Well, well, it was great to meet you this way. And as I said, I look forward to us having a, a future conversation. And until we do, um, all the best and God bless you guys. Okay. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you so much, Kevin. All right. Thank you, JT. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Rachel. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.